You're listening to New York Pacific, brought to you by your own free will. Tonight's episode, The Will of the West, a special full-length New York Pacific feature, a radio play about horseplay. Giddy up, boys and girls. Grab your spurs and gather around the radio for another tall tale from America's frontier days. Tonight's yarn is brought to you by Bran Flake Cereal. Bran Flakes, packed so full of healthy vitamins and minerals, they couldn't fit any flavor in. This week's adventure takes us to the town of San Bullet Hole. San Bullet Hole was as rough and humble as anywhere in America's most rough and humble region. Our story takes place at a time when both rootin' and tootin' were off the charts. Now, the situation in San Bullet Hole had done out so bad that a town meeting was called and held in the local saloon, Southie's Place. Southie's was always the busiest place in town, seeing as how, when it wasn't being used as a saloon, it doubled as the town's funeral home. In this parlor slash bar, the town folk gathered around as one of the town's newest and richest residents rose to address them. My fellow residents of San Bullet Hole, there is no easy way to say this, but I am a straight shooter, and as a straight shooter, I'm going to get right to the point. Our town is under attack. For those of you who don't know me, I'm David Complex Perspective. I run a modest snake oil refinery that employs a number of residents of Sand Bullet Hole. Many of you moved here to work on my snake oil rigs. Some of you have even been here since the very beginning, when Sand Bullet Hole was one of many fool's gold boom towns in the region. When the fool's gold mines closed, many of those other towns failed. But it's a tribute to your toughness, positivity, and stubbornness that Sand Bullet Hole remains here today. This attitude and total disregard for danger endeared this town to me from the very first. I also found the low taxes quite appealing. <laughs> but, as I say, at this moment, Sand Bullet Hole is facing another, even more perilous threat. For weeks now, my operation has been harassed by that rascal tyranny curtain skirt and his old gang, the Feral Multitude. One of my snake oil rigs on the outskirts of town was unceremoniously attacked this very night just past. As our night watchman reports, they lit up our rig and burned it to the ground. Now I'm but a businessman, and my friends it pains me to admit, but if this menace isn't stopped, I'll have to leave the town and take my business with me. But I'm not the only one they've harmed. For instance, Madam Fanny Spanker, you're a longtime resident of Sand Bullet Hole and a fellow entrepreneur. From Dodge City to Lunchtown, it's said that you run the finest bed, breakfast, and bordello this side of the Mississippi River. Do your girls over at the Waffle Brothel want the hated feral multitude paying for the privilege of their services? Or do they want the people of our snake oil concern? Good men. Family men with well-paying jobs and more hard-earned money than they know what to do with. It's kind of you to think of my establishment, Mr. Complex Perspective. Big Nose Kate sends her regards. Thank you, Madam Spanker. Do return those regards. Or, you know what, I'll swing by later. Put me down for that famous quiche and a quickie. With pleasure, Mr. Complex Perspective. And you're right. I have been here longer than anyone else, and damned if I won't be the last one to leave. 
I still remember during the fool's gold rush when then young prospectors paid top dollar for a girl dressed like a French maid serving French toast. <laughs> we thought the town was gonna be regular toast once the fool's gold mines tapped out. But then you came and struck snake oil and breathed new life into sand bullet hole, Mr. Complex Perspective. If the fear of multitude threatens that, then the waffle brothel is on your side. Honored to hear it, madam. And you, Senor Sanchez, our local restaurateur. You've many times complained of the feral multitude coming into your restaurant and taking advantage of your refill policy, making a mess of your outhouses and harassing your waitresses. We did not move here from Mexico just to be treated like a dirt. Madre mia! Of course not, Giuseppe. That's definitely not why you moved here from, uh, from Mexico. So what are we going to do, Mr. Complex Perspective? Miss Rayban, that is an excellent question. Do you all know Jane Rayban? She's our town's newest resident, recently transplanted from rather prominent social circles in the rebel south, where she was quite the belle from what I hear. Enough of that. After the war, I swore I'd never go hungry again. Hungry for adventure, that is. I came out west to reinvent myself and start a new life. I gave up the stuffy world of high society for the rugged world of high moon. You know, Jane, a girl with the graceful features of a fine upbringing and your spark of passion can do well for herself at the Waffle Brothel. I promise, it's not all peep shows and Belgian blisters. All due respect, Madam Spanker, but I mean to be a gunslinger. My family may not have thought it proper for a lady to hold a firearm, but since I've been in same bullet hole, I've been practicing my shooting every day. And how's that going for you? Well, I painted a bullseye on the broad side of an old abandoned barn, but I can't hit it yet. The bullseye? No, the barn. You know, barkeep. Right here, Mr. Complex Perspective. What can I get for you? Oh, have a milkshake. Just remember which one is yours this time, and don't go drinking no one else's again. Thank you, Southie. The barkeep's name is Southie? Are you also from the Confederacy? I ain't a reb. I'm from Baston, but I left the North because I hate those fucking Yankees. I own this here bar and funeral parlor. That's an interesting combination. Yeah, it brings together all the elements of an Irish wake. The only kind I'm used to from back home. There will be plenty more of those if we don't stop Tyranny Curtain Skirt and his gang. Sure, every time I get busy with them at the bar, I end up busy the next day in bamming. Good business in the short term, but it's not a sustainable model. Well, ain't there a lawman and sand bullet hole what can stop him? You would think so, wouldn't you? But as I found out when I was new here, the low taxes that first attracted me to this great town are also responsible for the lack of law enforcement. Why is that? I've been here the longest. I know the story. You see, after Sand Bullet Hole hit it big during the Fool's Gold Rush, Mayor Gipper was swept into office promising even greater prosperity by lowering taxes. And God help us, just like the Waffle Brothel Strawberry Man, he delivered. One thing Gipper didn't mention, however, was that lower taxes also meant we wouldn't be able to afford public services, like a sheriff anymore. Thus, our good sheriff was fired. In fact, in no time at all, the lower tax revenue meant we couldn't afford any public salaries, even the mayor's. So Gipper left for a lucrative consulting job back east. 
Now we're free to do as we please, but our roads are in terrible shape. The town's drinking water don't taste quite right, and the feral multitude is running amok. Hey, you can't blame all that on me, Gipper, Madam Spanker. I used the savings on taxes to get my water shipped straight here from the Charles River. It's trickle down! Excuse me, Southie, trickle down? Into my basement, mostly. Very wet down there. Soaks your socks wicked bad. People of Sand Bullet Hall, I ask you, is there no one who can stop Tyranny Curtain Skirt? Only one man can beat the Tyranny Curtain Skirt, the old sheriff who will come around. Come again? No, come around. Before he was sheriff here, he put the curtain skirt behind the bars in a nearby town called Banshee Brook. Did you say Banshee? Did you say Banshee Brook? Yes, Mr. Complex Perspective. Banshee Broker, do you know it? I owned a small snake oil operation out there many years ago, but that is of no importance at this time. Why don't we enlist the services of this will come around? Not to throw tea in your harbor, Mr. Complex Perspective, but when the Gipper gave Sheriff his walking papers, he took it wicked hard. Vowed never to return. I have yet to meet a problem that can't be solved by throwing money at it. I'm sure Mr. Comeround has a price. Well, there's a one thing that he wants. Name it, Giuseppe. It's enough for me to say we have to ask Madam Fanny Spanker. He'll listen to her if he listens to anybody. <laughs> Madam Spanker, is there any way we could implore you to pay a visit to the Come Around Ranch? Will and I haven't talked in years. Despite how it sounds, the Come Around Ranch ain't a place you just drop in on. Madam Spanker, I ask you to think of the town. Think of how someday it could be too bad for an honest bed, breakfast, and brothel to function here. If you believe that Will Come Around could stop Tyranny Curtain Skirt, then I think we have to explore that avenue. My fortune is behind you, Madam Spanker. I'll get in there behind you, Fanny. I, I mean, I'll go with you to Will's Ranch. And so, Madam Spanker and Jane Rayban rode off in search of Sand Bullet Hole's former sheriff. And it's only hope for the future, the man they call Will Cumberland. And remember that the best hope for your future is a complete breakfast, including a generous serving of bran flakes. Bran flakes, not good, but good for you. Fanny and Jane made the treacherous trek through Fate Crossing, Skull Creek, and really bad stuff valley before they arrived at the front door of the Comeround Ranch. Are you sure about this, Madam Spanker? Like I said back at Southeast, I'm pretty sure I can convince Will to come to his senses. Well, call me a polecat, because I have no damn clue what I am right now. If it ain't Fanny Spanker. Hello, Willie. Long time no see. This is Jane Rayban, a newcomer to Sand Bullet Hole. Howdy do, Mr. Comeround. With all due respect, Fanny, given your line of work, you should know that there's some pleasures that don't come cheap. And as you'll recall, Sand Bullet Hole said I was one of them. Willie, please, you can't possibly still hold on to an old grudge. Now, Fanny, I used to wear a star and carry a gun, and seeing as how I don't do either one anymore, I got time and hands enough to hold plenty of grudges. 
I hold the fastest grudges in the West nowadays. Mr. Comeround, everybody says you're one of the best shots in the West. One of the best, Ms. Foster Grant? Ray-Ban. Ms. Ray-Ban? Uh, in all my years as sheriff, and the only time I got out Drew was when that Van Gaa fella came to town. And even then, I say my picture looked a hell of a lot more like that haystack than his did. Well, why did he think everything was so swirly? I'm so sorry, Willie. Mayor Gipper promised we'd be rich. We cut all civic positions, and we were all too caught up in the ecstasy of fool's gold to know better. Now, we need your help, Mr. Comeround. You now, see- let me guess. There's an old gang of running amok, and the powers that be are powerless to stop them. How'd you know? Well, ever since my shameful forced retirement from Sheriff Hassan Bullet Hole, I needed another source of revenue. And fortunately, I was able to return to my old life as a heroic gunslinger for hire. Here, come on inside. Fanny and Jane followed the ex-sheriff into his modest farmhouse. In the parlor, there were already three townsfolk waiting, each as distraught as themselves. Please, Mr. Comeround, you have to help my town! You're the only one who can! But first, you have to help my town! Wait! My town needs help, too! You see, Ms. Ray, band folk come from all over to seek my help. We're living in the golden era of old gangs and helpless law enforcement. My town's old gang keeps intimidating local farmers, but the sheriff can't stop him because he's a golden retriever. Twent no law saying a dog couldn't be a lawman. Well... My town's old gang is plotting on robbing the biggest bank in the territory, but our sheriff can't do nothing about it because he's only eight years old, and they're planning on doing it after his bedtime. Well, that's nothing. The old gang in my town just bust their leader out of jail, but our sheriff is just a scarecrow we set up in the middle of town with a badge and a sign that says, Please don't cause a ruckus, old gangs, or they don't hate him none. See, all these towns turn to an outsider for help. I've been through this song and dance a hundred times, but the difference between them and you is they ain't never stabbed me right in my back. Would it change your mind to know that the old gang of terrorizing Sam Bullet Hole is the feral multitude led by none other than tyranny curtain skirt? <laughs> Tyranny curtain skirt out of jail? Actually, he let himself out, Willie. I understand that you two have a bit of a history. Yeah, I was the one who put him in there to start with alongside my old partner. What was your partner? At the mention of his partner, Will Come Around takes a trip down memory lane where we follow him to Banshee Brook many years ago. Hey, hey, Will, look at me! Uh, what is it, kid? I'm trying to corral our horses here. I'm doing a dance right in the broad daylight. Pretty noteworthy, huh? Maybe my nickname should be the, the Sundance Kid. Now, come on, kid. That's a terrible nickname, and you're forcing it too much. Besides, you you already got a nickname. I know. I, I just can't stand it. Now, nah, Cowboy's nickname is a mark of honor. I'm sure you'll get a chance to earn a new one, but it's gotta, gotta come up organically. Oh, I can't wait for us to get the drop on Curtain Skirt and his gang. Then the world will call me 
the man who shot Tyranny Curtain Skirt. Now, one step at a time, kid. Now, help me corral these here horses. Uh, excuse me, miss. Are you the uh, proprietor of this here saloon? Si. Me amo. Señor She's beautiful. We're uh, here to collect the bounty on Tyranny Curtain Skirt. Uh, I'm Will around. This is my partner. Uh, introduce yourself there, kid. I'm... Pardon? The stupid dog shit kid. This all feels like a lifetime ago to Will come around, but only a moment has passed in the present to which we now return. I don't like talking about it. Well, now he and the fear of multitude are terrorizing a whole new snake oil refinery that opened up outside of town. For the longest time, they were content with petty supply raids, but they recently blew up a whole rig. Since the fool's gold's all dried up, if we lose the snake oil company, then it's adios for Sam Bullet Hole and everyone who came here to escape a lapidatium and pretentious social circles. You know, hearing about all this trouble in Sand Bullet Hole makes me want to draw from my pipe while I sit here at home not helping and picturing Tierney Curtain Skirt doing to Sand Bullet Hole what Sand Bullet Hole done to me. Sure you want my help now, but you'll kick me to the side again once someone comes along to help you line your pockets. I got too much pride. Willie. Listen to me. Do you remember the last time you visited the Waffle Brothel? When I asked you to leave after you made a request far too debased than even I could tolerate. You mean when I asked you to... Please, there's no need to utter such a perverse act out loud. I understand that people have needs as bottomless as bottomless brunch, and I make it my business to fill those. Well, now my business is in jeopardy. If you can save Sam Bullet Hole from Tyranny Curtain Skirt and the Pharaoh Multitude, I will reconsider your offer. <clears throat> you, uh, you mean you'll actually... Yes. For the sake of keeping my business, I will. But for the sake of keeping my lunch down, let us not speak of this lewd request again until you meet your end of the bargain and save our town. Well, 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 uh, just like I said to the dog shit kid when we got drunk and rode those coyotes, this is a horse of a different color. You won't regret this, Fanny. I already do. Just so you know, I only intend to go through with this one time, so you'll have to make it last. Once is all I need, Fanny. You'll really help us, Mr. Comeround? Oh, trust me, you're not getting it cheap, Miss Ray-Ban. Well, what about our towns, Mr. Comeround? Oh, right. Uh, well, once I'm done with Tyranny Curtain Skirt and collect my reward, you'll have my word that I'll be back to help you out. In the meantime, I'm sure that your golden retriever and your eight-year-old boy and your scarecrow can keep your town's old gangs at bay. The townsfolk weren't entirely convinced the thing would be alright, but such was the way the old west when old gangs were involved. We'll come around, Fanny Spanker and Jane Rayburn rode off towards Sam Bodhole, where trouble awaited them. And remember, if you want to avoid trouble, make sure to start your day with bran flakes. Bran flakes. 
now with 20% more bran. Back in San Budholo, rockets was in progress at Giuseppe's restaurant, Western Spaghetti. Two of the nastiest members of the feral multitude, one-eyed Bert and other odd Ernie, were given the questionably Mexican restaurateur an unquestionably difficult time. Now, Sanchez, my partner and me are here for food, and we aren't leaving until we're good and full. <laughs> Tell him, Bert. You two longtime male companions, don't you have no respect for nobody? You help yourself to as many bread sticks as you please. We're helping you out, Sanchez. Where would your business be without me, Bert, and Rubber Ducky? How dare you rub anything in my restaurant? How dare you say a such a filth? Bring us more wine. Come on, Giuseppe. Let us pick our own vintage. How about a Machado? Hey, <laughs> Get used to the finer things in life, one-eyed Bert. Pretty soon, we'll be up to our ears in beaver. Sunny days, chasing the clouds away. We're on our way to where the air is sweet. Can you boys tell me how to get, how to get you boys to leave? But no, Bert, we'll come around. Who will come around? That's right. I, oh, don't do that, Ernie. Okay, I see him. Will Young come around? Uh, you heard, Mr. Sanchez. Boys, I came to clean up for my friend here. He's the best of friend. Let's, let's not go nuts, Giuseppe. Whoa, look at how mad he is. The man who lost his job to a lower tax burden. <laughs> I don't know, one-eyed Bert. He looks pretty angry. Well, we don't have a lot of depth perception, do we, other-eyed Ernie? Now, how about you two get ready to perceive the depths of hell here in a second, huh? Oh, Will, you got the draw on him. You two are nothing but puppets. Puppets for tyranny curtain skirt. Yeah, you taught this town to count. Count on me again, that is. Uh, now, why ain't you make like the big birds you are and take a walk? Better do what he says, Bert. This two-bit grouch. Look, come around. You don't know what kind of trouble this is going to bring. Fanny and Jane already brought the trouble when they brought me. And I'll tell you this, tested the castle. You want to shoot to him? You better be ready to shoot everybody. See my rifle, eh? It's a one a spicy empanada. That's right, one-eyed Bert. Sand bullet hole stands with will come around. Now, if you don't want any of this trouble, you better get on now and get. And tell Tyranny Curtain Skirt that will come around his back. Well, since I do love trouble... I'm only going to forego the present trouble in the interest of causing more trouble later. Oh, hey! Good thinking, Ernie. You see, Bert, we'll get back at Will. Oh, yes, we will. Oh, what's that, Puritan? I said we will. Uh, I mean, you have my attention, you what? Don't give in to this, Ernie. We will. No, uh, me will, you Ernie. Cram it, come around. We're out of here. You did it, Will. You got those bastardos to leave. Oh, but will they be back? Ah, those two are like boot rash. They'll be back. And I intend to be here. For Sam Bullet Hole. For Sam Bullet Hole! For Sam Bullet Hole! If it's worth it. Though the sun set on the town of Sam Bullet Hole, the spirit of its people was raised by the return of that dauntless desperado, Will Come Around. And now, a quick word from our sponsor, Brand Flakes. 
You can tell when a breakfast cereal is made without artificial preservatives or sweeteners by how soggy it gets in milk. And Bran Flakes are the quickiest dog in the West. sun rose the next morning, everyone in town rose with it. Word had spread that their old sheriff, Will Come Around, had returned to Sand Bullet Hole and gave two of the feral multitude a good old-fashioned running off, and that now he was recruiting a posse to run off the rest. Will sent out an announcement that he would hold interviews with any potential posse people at Southie's place right after the conclusion of the funeral for that bottle of wine. Merlot mourners, sad cabs, and Pinot Grievios filled the place until early afternoon. By the time our dehydrated desperado moseyed through the saloonal parlor's swinging doors, a line of would-be posse members had already formed. <clears throat> Name? Avi Packer, but you can call me Southie. All right, the barkeep. Well, other than undertaking and drink-making, uh, what other skills do you have? I'm also a journeyman tailor. Go socks! Well, you got any education? Have it. Well, you're in, Puritan. Name? Jane Rayban. Oh, right, the new girl. Uh, what's your story there, miss? I come from a wealthy family from the Confederacy, but I got bored of that life and moved out west. Now, you ever shoot a man before, Miss Rayban? You mean like... Dirty looks. I mean with a gun. If you're coming with me, I need to know I can count on you. Here, take this here gun. You see those empty bottles lined up at the end of the bar? Yes. Well, if you can shoot them, you're in. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, shot a window on one side of the building. Priceless antique vase on the other side of the building. And the glass of whiskey that I was holding in my hand. At waist level, next to my crotch. Does that mean I... You're out. Name? Giuseppe Sanchez. Nah, Giuseppe, you got work here in town. What makes you want to join this posse? We love stories about the American Wild West in my home, a country. Mexico. Right, Mexico. So I moved here to open my restaurant, Western Spaghetti. And now I get the chance to actually live in one of those stories and fight it with an older gang. How could I refuse? Well, you're in. Name? Ain't got one. I'm a man with no name. Uh-huh. Well, I'm not sure uh, how that's going to look on the tax forms, but we can come back to that. Uh, why do you want to join this here posse? I'm a wandering bounty hunter, and the head of every member of the feral multitude is worth a fistful of dollars. Well, a local snake oil baron is also offering money to anyone uh, who's part of this posse, and... I guess we could use a man of your experience and grit. Sure, I'll join your little posse for a few dollars more. Well, to, to justify that expense, I'm going to have to know a little bit more about you. Uh, what kind of bounties have you collected? I've hunted all types. The good, the bad. Is, is that all? Because something's feeling unfinished. Don't worry about it. For the right price... I'll make sure that the only thing that's finished is tyranny curtain skirt. You know, I used to be a bounty hunter, too. We'll come around, take some time to reflect on his past, and takes us with him to a past tense conversation in Banshee Brook. Oh, I don't 
don't like this plan, none will. Please come down, Kaka de Perro. I won't come down, Senor Inagas. Will's plan is to put you in danger. Now nah, listen, kid, we know that Tierney has feelings for Senor Inagas. She gets him to meet her in a secluded spot, and that's when we spring our trap. Do not worry. Tierney will not hurt you. Of this, I am certain. That's not a chance I'm willing to take. The truth is, Senor Inagas, I love you. Kaka de Perro. I had no idea. Now you think this is easy for me, kid? I, it's not. I love her too. Guillermo, you too? Oh yeah, Will? You love her so much you're willing to use her as bait to catch an armed criminal? I didn't hear you come up with a better plan, but I guess that's why they call you the stupid dog shit kid. Will, you're my best friend, but you've had this coming for a while. Caca de Barro! You hit Guillermo! Uh, you're my best friend too, but you really stepped in it this time, dog shit. Guillermo, control yourself! So it's a black eye for a black eye, is it best friend? Well, what goes around reciprocates! Stop it! Stop it, both of you! Why is it you caberos insist on punching your best amigos? It is fitting you all put kid in your nicknames because that is what you are. Have you forgotten Tierney Curtain Skirt is still on the loose? She's right, Will. I'm sorry. Well, I'm not. As far as love and geometrical figures go, I don't care for triangles or squares or whatever we got right now. Senor Nalgus, we're gonna work with you to save Banshee Brook from Tyranny. I need to know, who do you love? You'd make me choose right here, right now, Guillermo? For your knowledge, I've made my choice. But I don't know if either of you kids are ready to hear the truth. Will wasn't ready to hear the truth then, and he isn't ready to hear it again now in the present, to which we now return. Ah, I don't like talking about it, though. You're in. Name? It's Guy Manly. Guy Manly. Are you kidding me, Puritan? That's a fake name if ever I heard one. And that comically oversized mustache ears don't look too real neither. Are you Jane Rayban in disguise? I have no idea who this southern bell turned gunslinger Jane Rayban is, but I assure you that both my name and large mustache are as real as the fact that I am not she. I have no idea how much I want to rip off that mustache. I hope that you do not, for that would hurt as much as if someone had to give up a dream life of rugged adventure and return to an uneventful domestic world. Or so I imagine. Alright, you know what? If you're not really Jane Rayban, then take this here gun, shoot those three empty bottles at the end of the bar. Oh, uh, sure. You didn't fire a single shot, but someone did, and they got all three bottles. That someone is me, Willie. Fanny Spanker, what are you doing here? I'm recruiting a posse. I know, and I intend to be a part of it. You and I both know that among my many skills, I'm good with a gun. I can hit a horsefly's ass a mile away with my eyes closed. Well, sure you're in, Fanny, but I'm concerned that Guy Manley here is really Jane Rayban. And I aim to prove it, and... Unlike Jane Rayban, I can get what I aim for. Oh, I can vouch for Mr. Manley. He's a regular at the Waffle Brothel, a low-down pig. No judgment. Tough as nails. All right, if you say so, but 
Now, if you don't mind, uh, I need to step out for a minute for what Southie might call a wicked pisser. Thanks for vouching for me, Madam Spanker. Don't worry about it, Jane. We gals need to stick together. And so, Will rounded up a posse and publicly announced the news to all of Sam Bullethole, including the Ponzi's financier, David Complex Perspective. Mr. Come Around, we meet at last. I've heard so many stories about you. I am David Complex Perspective. I heard about you too. Have you now? Is that in regard to Banshee Brook by any chance? I understand we both have history there. What? No, I just heard that you're the snake oil baron who the feral multitude had been targeting. Uh, I didn't know you were ever in Banshee Brook. Oh, I had a small outfit there of no consequence. Hmm, must have been after I left. I didn't really keep in touch after I jailed Tyranny Curtain Skirt. Well, which I aim to do again. Yes, let's just put the past behind us and focus on the present conflict with Mr. Curtain Skirt, which I am more than happy to cover the expenses for. Well, I appreciate that, Mr. Complex Perspective. With some of this town's most capable citizens, we'll put an end to Tyranny Curtain Skirt's reign of terror. Does your merry band have a name? Ah, uh, we're the Come Around Kids. Ooh, ooh, no, never, never mind. Uh, we haven't decided on one yet. We should choose a name that represents who we are. Uh, that's right, Guy Manly. Well, we have a people from all the walks of life. The good. The bad. I'd like to think we're starting to get close with this one. Man with no name, do you have anything you'd like to add? The Unforgiven? That feels so close and yet so far away. I don't understand all this fussing over what to call something anyway. Now there's a bigger problem than names. Namely, how do we catch Tyranny Curtain Skirt and his infamous feral multitude? Where will they strike next? I know a little something about that, Miss Spanker. You don't get to be the owner of Sand Bullet Hole's best damn saloon and not hear a rumor or two. Go on, Southie. Word is, the multitude has a train heist planned for tomorrow at sunrise. And they're going prepared. Well, I know what they can't prepare for. The coming of uh, us. <laughs> Come on, posse. I got a plan. I'm with the only thing more surefire than guns. That would be knowledge, boys and girls. We'll come around and a sand bullet hole posse got ready to get a jump on Tyranny Curtain Skirt and the Feral Multitude. Just like how you can get a jump on your day when you start with a breakfast of bran flakes. Bran flakes. There's a prize at the bottom of every box. And it's more brand flakes. Well, now the moon was high and quiet over the valley that night. The feral multitude was gathered out in the brush. The whole multitude was there. James Jesse, Revolver Randy, William the Grown Man, Al Capone's grandpappy, and of course, the man himself, Tyranny Curtinskirt. All listening for the lonesome whistle of that old Santa Fe super duper chief, the most luxurious train that came through these parts. The super dupe was known to carry cargo of the most expensive, interesting, and thievable types. One eyed Bert and other eyed Ernie sat by the fire chewing tobacco and chewing the fat. I'm just saying, Ernie, we can't let Will come around and get too comfortable there in town. Uh, first he's abusing you and me, next thing you know he'll be running the whole town like he's got his hand up its ass. <laughs> Chilling, remember when Will come around locked up William the grown man in the Who's Gal just because he got a full as a tick on whiskey and crashed his horse into Giuseppe's place? 
A man after my own heart, that William the Grown Man. What a shame. It's true, Bert. That mean old Will come around's gonna learn what goes around causes you some trouble eventually. Uh, think old curtain skirt could still get the jump on come around? I mean, it's been a while. Hey, one-eyed Bert, you feel that in your back? Oh, hey, tyranny. Didn't see you there, <laughs> You know what that is, right? Not rubber ducky. If I could guess, I'd say, uh, God? Now, I know you didn't see me pull it out, but believe you me, I got it out quick. So pull in your horns, quit blaspheming my name to other I'd Ernie here, and get ready to take this train. It's gonna be here, any. What was I saying? Pack your plunder, boys. We got ourselves a train to rob. Tyranny and the rest of the multitude jumped up on their horses and rode down to the tracks. The super-duper chief had to slow down before that curve that leads to Old Daughtery Bridge over Perilous Gulch and route to the seriously, really bad plains. The multitude got their horses running and got them right up alongside the train. All right, boys, let's make the leap. The multitude leapt into a passing boxcar that was left open for purposes just such as these. Then they crept up the train to the very door of the cargo car. Here it is. Now's a chance for our gang to really make a match. Couldn't scare your gang couldn't make a mash if we pre-boiled the potatoes for you. We'll come around. You're back! Yeah, I'm back, and I got a gun pointed at your front and back up at my side. I'd like to introduce you to... Um... Not necessary, Will. Yeah, this guy. And we got Giuseppe. Madre mia! And Fanny, too. Breakfast is served, tyranny. And the mysteriously mustachioed Guy Manly. Who is definitely a man. And Southie. Uh, Southie? Southie, you back there? Oh, sorry. I was just in the back of the car here, not doing anything suspicious. Stop dawdling, Southie. Just cock your gun and shout something characteristic. Uh, Faneuil Hall? Yeah, that's close enough. You know, come around, I reckon you'd never work with someone again. Not after what happened with the stupid dog shit kid and Senor Analogous back in Banshee Brook. Ah, uh, don't you dare try to get me into a flashback, Kurt, and skirt you're under arrest. Willie? Senora Nalgas, fond of love. Is she why you never talk about Banshee Brook? Uh, now, Fanny, I'm trying to stay focused on the present here. Oh, Madam Spanker, I suppose old Bill Comeround may not talk much about Senora Nalgas these days, but I'd bet my horse he remembers the last time he saw her like it was just yesterday. Like it was just yesterday. Now, just listen here, Curtain Skirt, you keep repeating that over and over again, is it going to make me a. Well, it's working. Tyranny Curtain Skirt's twisted plot sends Will come around down an equally twisted path into his pained past. We now join that daydreaming Desperado who is imprisoned in his mind to relive the event leading to his rival being imprisoned behind bars. Goldurn, you stupid dog shit kid, and Will come around. I was so distracted by the notability of the kid here dancing out in broad sunlight that I didn't even notice come around behind me preparing this lasso you got me in now. We couldn't have done it without Senor Analgus. We knew you'd fall for her invitation to meet in a secluded place alone. Senora? You were in on it too? But I love you. 
Don't say that. I love her. Now save some punching for me, kid, because I love her too. You still love her, Will? Then don't worry. I've saved some punching, all right. Stop it. Stop punching each other just because you are in love with the same woman. And as for you, Felda de Cortina, you could never truly share your love with someone else. You love yourself too much. It's not true, senora, and I'll prove it. Let me show you. I'll dedicate my whole life to this darn world if it'll make you love me back. Oh, I swear I'll cha- Why don't you keep this gag on for a while, curtain skirt? This town's already got enough stupid dog shit. Well, not for much longer, kid. I figure you probably got a new nickname in store. Guillermo, there's something in store for you, too. The people of Banshee Brook will make you share it for everything that you have done. Yeah, Will, your plan to catch tyranny worked. No kid, my plan was to use Senora's bait, putting her in harm's way. It was, it was your idea to distract him with your apparently signature character trait, however forced it may be. You be sheriff. But, but you always wanted to be a sheriff. Well, I also wanted to be with Senora Nalgis. But she loves you. Guillermo, you thorough-headed man. Are you really going to throw away your dream job for this? I'm a proud man, senora, and I won't stay where I'm not wanted on my terms. And this stubbornness is why I chose Keke de Perro. Well, I choose to find another town to be sheriff of, one will that appreciate me and never, ever cast me aside. I also choose never to love again. From now on, where there are brothels, they'll be come around. Did you have to put it like... Giddy up! Wait! You don't have to leave! Will! 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 The man with no name calls Will back to the present from a man who wishes he had no name in the past. Will, get yourself together. Oh, thanks, uh, friendo. All right, curtain skirt, your ruse set me back for a second, but I put Banshee Brook behind me since that day and never returned. Wait, you never went back to Banshee Brook? I don't know why I would, just like I don't know what you were planning on doing with all this dynamite here, but... Wait, dynamite? Dynamite, definitely, curtain skirt. Planned on blowing a bank vault, were you? Oh, you blow, Tyranny. You blow your opportunity to go clean. Well, we got a problem. That's not all we got, Southie. We also got the feral multitude right here at our mercy. Wait, you said there was a problem? We got about five seconds before this place blows. Wait, what? You hear that? Light a shock, boys! This train's gonna blow its load! Did you have to put it like that? Everyone was leaping clear. The boxcar full of dynamite exploded, showering the whole valley in bits of boxcar. In the smoking aftermath, the two gains tried to sort out who was aware. Oh, posse. Posse. We all make it. I'm all right, Willie. How about you, Giuseppe? You're not looking so great. My palms are sweaty. Knees are weak. Arms are heavy. <clears throat> Mama's spaghetti. Oh, where's Southie? Southie? Ah, my head hurts wicked bad, but I'm okay. Oh, what about Guy Manly? Guy Manly? The good guy? Psst, Jane. That's you. Oh, 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 oh right. Oh, uh, here. 
sorry. It took me a minute. I just had to brush the dust out of my totally normal facial hair. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. If we had lost someone, I would not be able to live with myself. Ah, uh, well... I mean, after already reliving a painful personal memory, I really would have not taken a casualty well. Well, you gotta listen to me. Ah, uh, what is it, Southie? <laughs> Sorry, I was busy... Busy not flying off the uh, handle here and making rash choices based on a distressed emotional state. I... Ah, uh, well, I got bad news. This is hard for me to say. It's... That man with no name, he's... He didn't make it out in time. The man with... No. No. No! No! As Will falls to his knees, members of the feral multitude rise up on horseback to escape. Multitude, we all here? <laughs> Let's skedaddle! Yeah, you better run curtain skirt. Next time I see you, I'm not putting you in jail cell. I'm putting you in a coffin. You clueless as ever come around. You're the one working for a villain. Oh, I kept my promise I made to Senor Analogous all those years ago. If you want to learn the truth, go back to Banshee Brook! Yeah! Really? Don't tell me you're actually thinking of going back there. Sam Bullet Hall needs you now. You gotta think this through. The whole town was counting on us! What will we tell them? Sorry, gang. Tell the others. We'll come around. Goes away eventually. Under certain circumstances. The smoldering ashes of an exploded train car with the man with no name bound for a very confusing obituary in the Sam Bullet Hole Gazette will come around road off into the night. And when you ride into the night, know that when you wake up, you'll be good and regular by eating bran flakes. Bran flakes, the blast you can trust. We now return to Sam Bullet Hole one week after the train explosion. Tyranny Curtain Skirt and the Feral Multitude has returned to hit and run ransacking of the complex prospects of snake oil refineries. And without Will come around, townsfolk are powerless to stop them. Dispirited by the failure of the train and the departure of that daredevil desperado, Will come around. Folk of Sam Bullet Hole are also weakened physically by some mysterious malady that has overcome them. Townsfolk were sipping grappo to settle their rumbling guts in Giuseppe's restaurant, Western Spaghetti, too ill to eat. Marjorie Mia, my stomach, it feels like I just ate the spiciest of meat to taco. <coughs> it feels like my stomach is seceding from my body. Ain't there a doctor in the town? Only Doc Vacation, but she's an orthodontist. Heck, this is just terrible. Townsfolk are getting too sick to make money at the snake oil refinery and then spend that money at the waffle brothel. Best we've gotten lately is the occasional bacon and legs and even then. It is no use. This is a plague sent by the heavens above. Almighty God the Father has decreed that San Bullet Hole is unfit for this world. Our God is just. And when he gazes upon the unworthy, he gets ready to fact these feckers right the fuck up. Wow, what's up with the padre here? I keep forgetting you're new to Sam Bullet Hole, Jane. That's just Father Bonhoeffer. He's our town's preacher, a devout servant of God, committed to saving the souls of every man, woman, and child here, and a devout follower of other things, too. Sometimes he goes a little off the rails. No kidding. Father Bonhoeffer, calm down. 
Oh, God, think we are unworthy. For failing to uphold our sacred duty of protecting this land from the wicked and sinful feral multitude. Why, were I not a man of the cloth, I'd have grabbed tearing a curtain skirt by the fucking throat and I'd... Come on, Padre. It's hard enough for those of us that were there. We all saw curtain skirts gang vamoose. But not before we lost that man with no name. And what a man! I will forever honor his sacrifice by naming one of my dishes after him. Giuseppe, he didn't have a name. His tombstone was blank. Then I shall call this dish a tombstone a piece of pie, and people can put anything they want on it. That's a darn fine sentiment, Giuseppe, but people are too sick to keep any food down. You know, it's a little funny. Since everyone is so sick and helpless, now would be the perfect time for the feral multitude to detonate another one of the oil rigs to blow like Mount Vesuvius. Yeah, that's what first spurred that town meeting and all of this posse business. You're, you're right. Before that, the feral multitude stuck to ransack and... Sure, they took money and broke machines, but they didn't kill anyone. In fact, now you mention it, there's something else funny. Snake oil don't burn at temperatures that melt steel. Well, they did try to abscond with the dynamite from that locomotive. But are we even sure about that? Tyranny Curtain Skirt seemed awful surprised when he saw those explosives. Like... You were hoping for something else. I know what some of them were hoping for. When one eyed Bert and other eyed Ernie robbed in my place, all they could do was talk about getting some beaver, and we all know what that means. Carnal desire, the temptation of the flesh. Why, if I had those two feckers in front of me right now, I'd. Carnal desires? But Bert and Ernie never asked for the company of one of my girls. In fact, I grown to suspect they didn't like the company of any girls. But if they weren't talking about figurative beavers, then... Oh my, I need to get out of here. Wait, Fanny! But it was too late. Fanny Spanka left Giuseppe's and was frantically making her way through the dark alley as a Sam Bullet Bowl. This is all wrong. We've been going after the wrong guys. I need Willie. I need to find... A mysterious figure approached from the shadows. You, get out of my way. Get your hands off me! Help! Help! Oh no! Who is this shadowy assailant and what are they done with Fanny Spanker? Hold on tight to your brand flakes, cowboys and cowgirls, because we've got a mystery on our hands. Now turn from the slowly stagnating settlement of Sam Bullet Hole to the lone journey of that depressed Desperado. We'll come around. But this town that once bustled with business now stands empty, matching the state of our hero's heart. What? What happened to this place? Where is everyone? Where is Senor Analgus? <gasps> you rang? Senor Analgus? Is that you? I mean, I can see you, but I can also see through you. Guillermo, my body has passed on, but me spirito remains in this world. It can't be. You're dead? Si, Guillermo. Todas las personas in Benchybrook están muertas, but we linger here. Why do you think we call it a 
ghost town. Now, how can you make jokes at a time like this? I guess you can say we're in high spirits. <laughs> uh, this is serious, senor. I know it's been a while, but I didn't think you'd be dead. I feel just awful for not keeping in touch with you and... Oh, wait, where's the kid? Don't tell me he's... So sorry, I... Kidding! Jeez, why so serious? You look like you've seen a ghost. <laughs> Another joke. Gagadbero, you're so bad. You almost scared Guillermo to death. Hey, the company's not so bad. <laughs> Can you all be laughing? I thought, I thought being cursed to wander the earth after death was a somber experience. Our immortal spirits may be chained to this plane, but we have learned to give up what truly holds you down. Yeah, we can make a big stink about dying, and the dark force is keeping our souls from moving on to the afterlife. But just because we didn't get what we wanted don't mean we can't enjoy one another's company. Or the company of a handsome, living, former love interest. Hey, I'm right here. Okay. Our vows said, to death do us part. <laughs> Alright, another joke, but but what happened to Banshee Brook? You were a thriving fool's gold town when I left. But the fool's gold ran dry. And when it did, a man moved into town bringing the promise of wealth with him. This man sold snake oil. At first the town was prospero for a while. But unbeknownst to us, the snake oil and bipara seeped into our drinking water, and the townsfolk started getting sick. But this clever bitch got us so focused on fighting old gangs that we never questioned the cause of the sickness. By the time we figured it out, it was too late. We were dying, and there was nothing we could do to stop him. The man they call David Complex Perspective. David Complex Perspective? But he's in Sam Bullet Hole now. You gotta stop them, Will. Our souls will be able to move on once someone has avenged us. See, si. listen to Kaku the Barrow. I just have one last question for my old partner. Why do you still go by the stupid dog shit, kid? I would have figured that after you were made sheriff, you, uh, you'd be given another nickname. It wasn't the name I wanted, but it was the name my best friend knew me by. Nah, gee, kid. Get a room, you two. Well... Our vows do say, till death do us part. <laughs> so I'm use that one, so I'm just gonna have to take off and avenge the the, the both the, the lot of you, the whole town. Wait, before you go, there's someone else here to see you. Man with no name. That's right. After I died, I was drawn to this place. Because there was something I needed to say to you. I knew something felt unfinished with you. You have to learn how to deal with everything that happens to you in life. The good. Yes, yes. The bad. So close. The dirty. Oh. The hairy. 
Come on, man. The Grand Torino. Really? All right, that's the enough. The Million Dollar Baby. Lesson learned. I didn't get the outcome I wanted, but that's not going to stop me from protecting the people I care about. Now I'm off to bring David Complex perspective to justice and avenge Banshee Brook. He won't stand a ghost of a chance. <laughs> yes, things will be pretty grave for him. Oh, what? Now what? That's the same joke. We can joke about that because we're dead. It's kind of insensitive for you. Wow. All right. Well, this party really died. Nope. Okay. All right. I'm going to go. Yes, you better. With the spirits lifted by the specters of Banshee Brook, that determined desperado will come around, stormed off towards Sam Bullet Hole to protect it from a similar fate. And if you want to protect your day from a disastrous fate, make sure to start it off right with the fibrous nutrients of Bran Flakes. Bran Flakes, the extraordinarily ordinary choice. He rode like lightning through the Devil's Basin, Dead Man's Mesa, and so bad, oh my goodness, you guys canyon. Finally, Will Come Around returns to the town he loves, Sand Bullet Hole. Only something is missing. The once bustling hub is now empty. Has he arrived too late? Looking for some sign of life, Will enters Southie's funeral parlor and salute. Southie! Fanny! Guy Manly! Is anyone here? Whoa, Will! Where have you been? Ah, oh, Southie, you're alive, then I'm not too late. Where is everyone? Everyone else is wicked sick, and no one knows why. I know why, Puritan. You gotta listen to me. It's David Complex Perspective. His rotten snake oil scam has poisoned the water hole. We gotta round up the old posse and stop him. Whoa, it's a good thing you came to me first. Would you mind turning around and grabbing my saddle off the wall there? Ah, uh, sure. Just let me, uh, casually lower my guard, turn myself around here, and... Sorry, Will, old boy, but death is good for business. Oh, no! Our double-crossed Desperado will come around has been betrayed by that backstabbing Bostonian selfie. It's like the only thing you can trust in this world is the character-building plainness of Branflake. When Will come around, came to his senses, he found himself tied up to the oil rig alongside Madame Fanny Spanker. Southie was standing alongside, untied and looking sheepish. Willie? Willie, are you okay? What? I... Where am I? Tied up to the snake oil rig? You were out cold. Oh. Well then, yeah, no, I'm not okay. I guess not. Don't get snippy. Oh, believe me, I'd rather get out of here. I, I, how'd I get here anyway? I could have sworn that Southie was with me. He was right behind me. Hey, Will. Southie? What the... Southie, you... Are you some kind of sack of shit or what? You masshole son of a... It hurts me wicked bad to hear that from you, Will. Hurts you wicked bad? Here I found out my own bartender is a double-crossing member of the feral multitude and... That's where you're wrong, Will. It was David Complex perspective. Emerging from behind his snake oil derrick. Yes, it was me all along. You see, Will, you and I might not be friends. You got me tied up to a snake oil rig. I'd say we're definitely not friends, Complex Perspective. That's fair. You're a plain dealer. I like that. So I'll level with you. 
We aren't friends, but we share an enemy. Tyranny, curtain skirt, and the feral multitude. Far from only being feckless and reckless bank robbers, they're also budding environmentalists. They objected to my collecting of snake oil here in San Bullet Hole quite strongly. Said it was going to ruin the town's water, and they wouldn't let that happen. That's why I brought you in. You brought me in? No. No, Fanny brought me in. Ah, shit. Fanny, you're in on this, too? You can see I'm tied up to the snake oil rig, too, right? No, Will. Madam Spanker here is innocent of everything except for staying ignorant. I called a meeting, threatening to leave and take my droves of horny, but employed men from San Bullet Hole, Madam Spanker, being the good businesswoman that she is, came to get you to save her brothel. I only figured out that Complex Perspective was the one pulling the strings once it was too late. But the old snake oil rig that exploded didn't explode because of the feral multitude, did it, Complex Perspective? I knew it! Snake oil don't burn hot enough to take down a whole rig. It's his fault we're all so sick, him and his snake oil. Way to collect the loose change, Madam Physics. Just think, because you figured out that I blew up the first rig, you want a front row seat to me blowing up this one, which I'm going to do very soon. Why do you think there was all that dynamite on the train anyway? Dynamite has a million uses. I Oh, hell, Complex Perspective, I'm not going to let you get away with this. Oh, I probably will, though. After all, Southie here is the only one who's going to live to tell. And it's all his fault, so... Southie. This was a wicked hard decision for me, Will. Sorry, Fanny. But funerals and drinking's good business for me. And you don't get sick from the bad water. Because I only drink from the River Charles, right? Anyway, my apologies. Sorry's not gonna make up for being blown up with a snake oil rig, Southie. This is not how I wanted to go. I expected I'd be shot. Oh, did you? Well, I suppose that could be... arranged. Now don't draw your gun, Mr. C. Step off, Southie. I'm not going to risk these two escaping. It's well documented that you're terrible at tying knots. Knots are not my strong suit. Well, anyway, I'm going to be late for my next extortion, and this is just going to make the feral multitude even more hated in town. Which is nice, so if you don't mind... So long, Will, come around. Willie! I'm okay. Me too! Shut, Shut up, Southie. Oh, not me! Shot right through my trademark white carnation! He dropped dead. But who could have... Mind if I drop in? Tyranny curtain skirt? The same. Well, I couldn't let Complex Perspective blow up another oil rig. Do you know what that does to the environment? Sounds pretty bad. Oh, it's the worst. Just the worst. Plus, he'd pin it on me and the boys, and then everyone would be even angrier at us. But it don't make no sense, Tierney. When did you start caring about the environment? It's like I said at the train. I kept the promise I made to Senor Analogous all those years ago to dedicate my life to saving the world. That's why we was bothering Giuseppe the other night. The man was putting real buffalo in his buffalo mozzarella. And that's why we was after the train. We had a hot tip that it was full of beaver pelts, which seems totally unnecessary to us. The only place a beaver skin should be is on a darn beaver. I knew that one-eyed Bert and other-eyed Ernie weren't just a pair of vulgarians. They're a pair of something, all right. Now, Will, if you promise not to try to shoot me or the gang, I'll let you go. Well, it 
Don't sound like you and me got a problem, Curtain Skirt. I still got a problem. Southie. No one's getting out of here until we agree that nothing happens to the oil rig. This snake oil rig's gotta stay. Oil workers drink a ton. I don't believe you have it in you to shoot any of us, Southie. That's where you're wrong, Madam Spanker. I'm ruthless. In fact, I hate Ruth. You mean the concept of Ruth? As in compassion for another person's misery? The same! And I know three people who are gonna be in a lot of misery. Willie! Tyranny! Fanny! Wait, are we all fine again? <clears throat> Not me. Someone shot me. I guess <clears throat> this is Ruth's curse. Shut up, Southie. Don't make no sense. I didn't fire my gun. Me neither. Heading up for that ripper in the sky. Southie, shut up. Then who? Oh, dang it! Guy Manly. You did it. You figured out that Southie's one of the bad ones and you shot him from a distance. Southie's one of the bad ones? Uh, I mean, of course. Southie's one of the bad ones. I was definitely aiming at him and not at Tyranny Curtain Skirt, who is thinner than he looks from far away. But there's something you need to know now that I'm a hero. I'm not really guy manly. You just ripped off your mustache. Are you okay? I hear that really hurts. <gasps> Wait. I'm Jane Rayban. I knew it. You came to save us? Of course, Madam Spanker. We gals have to look out after each other, after all. But why did you come to the snake oil fields by yourself? Who said that she came alone? Giuseppe! Well, how'd you know where to find us? They had some help. They sure did, Bert. One-eyed Bert, other-eyed Ernie. Sorry, boss. They caught us liberating horses from the stalls and made us take them to where they knew you'd be. That Father Bonhoeffer sure was persuasive with his talk of eternal damnation and what he would personally do to us fuckers. Well, however it happened, I'm just glad we're all okay. Well, we're okay, but how will the town survive? We can't keep drilling for snake oil if it's going to contaminate the water supply. But without the snake oil, we don't have an industry in town. How are people going to live without fool's gold or snake oil? Have I got a bridge to sell you? Everyone turned around to see a well-dressed city slicker at the entrance of the oil rig, who bore both a nice leather briefcase and an uncanny resemblance to someone they knew. Say, you look just like Southie, the man I shot on purpose over here. Southie? You mean my cousin, Harvey Parker? No, I'm George Parker. You're his cousin? Are you looking for vengeance? Cause to be truthful, I wasn't aiming- No vengeance here, miss. Southie and I were very distant cousins, raised worlds apart. He grew up in Boston, and I'm from Brooklyn. The only reason I'm here is for business. Southie wrote to me to meet him here because he wanted a part of a great deal I'm offering. But after overhearing your woes, I think this proposition could save your town. I'm selling the Brooklyn Bridge. That's it, I'm selling the Brooklyn Bridge. Why doesn't Sand Bullet Hole band together and buy it? You smart people. You're not idiots. I don't deal with idiots. Can you imagine all the money it'll bring in? A bridge in New York City? New York City? That would bring in a good amount of revenue. And you could afford to buy it once you sell off all the snake oil equipment. Yes! Let's 
sell off Mr. Complex Perspective's old stuff and buy the Brooklyn Bridge. He won't be needing it anymore. That's right. He's a dead. Yeehaw! The water won't be polluted anymore, but what about those of us who are already sick? Is that that time that your old faithful narrator stepped into the action to help out? Wait, who are you? Now, don't you worry none about that. I heard that you all townsfolk of Sam Bullet Hole weren't feeling too well. Like you lacked the essential minerals that you can only get from starting every day with Bran Flakes. Bran Flakes! That's right, Bran Flakes. Eat up! Bran Flakes are fantastic. I'm feeling better already. Mm, I should serve these at the Waffle Brothel. <laughs> you know, Fanny, there's another thing you said you would do. You remember that unmentionable act? Oh, Willie. You men just have one thing on your minds. Okay, if you must. And soon enough. And do you, Fanny Spanker, take will come around to be her lawful wedded husband until death do you part? I do. I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may now kiss the bride. Just, just, just fucking grab her. Kiss the fuck out of her. <laughs> What a beautiful couple! And now, a traditional lover song from the older country. When the moon hits your eye like a big piece of pie, that's the boring. When the world seems to shine like you had too much twine, that's the boring. Down the street with a cloud at your feet, you're in love. When you walk in a dream, but you know you're not dreaming, Senora. Who's a me, but you know back in sand bullet hole? That's amore. As a first act, she reinstates the position of sheriff to be staffed by, you guessed it, Will Cumspanker. Being a progressive type, they merged their last names, you see. As for Jane Rayban, she eventually found that she couldn't solve every or any problem with shooting. So she got glasses and then became deputy to old Sheriff Cumspanker. Tyranny Curtain Skirt and the Feral Multitude moved their environmental mission to the Sierra Madre Mountains, which inspired the club's new name, 
the Madres. Giuseppe's descendants would go on to found the chain restaurant, Burger King. That's all we got for the night, boys and girls. So tuck in, cause the sooner you rest your weary head, the sooner you can fill that head with brain. This has been The Will of the West, starring Sarah Capshaw, Jessica Coyle, Julie Richmond, Tyrus Kukovac, Mark X. Gwynn, Matt Kerstetter, Melanie Milton, Ben Richmond, and Kevin Tully. It was written by Mark X. Gwynn and Ben Richmond. Soundtrack by Ben Richmond. It was produced by Mark X. Gwynn and Ben Richmond and is a New York Pacific production. We'll see you next time. You won't see us, buckaroos.